The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Ford. Of course, on the podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app. Today on the show, well, we have a discussion between the trenches on offense and on defense. Which side got better this offseason? So who's the most improved? And which one will be the better of the two? In 2020, we'll throw out our predictions today, and I'll get your predictions as well, too. Of course, you can interact on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio, and on the, uh, of course, Twitter for your milehighsports.com. Of course, our podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, and these days, the sports landscape, look, constantly evolving, okay? Uh, evolving with the times, with sports, and, of course, the ability to now, well, Bet on sports and legalized gambling. It is a lot of fun at DraftKings Sportsbook America's top rated sportsbook app. They have you covered for a limited time, offering a sign up bonus up to $1,000. Full week of action from golf to Gosh, you can even bet on European soccer. Look, that's not all. Once you go on over there to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and, of course, America's top-rated sportsbook app, special odds, promotions available throughout the week for you to take advantage of. Go check this out. A lot of great stuff. Of course, it's easy to deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you'd like. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code MHS when you sign up for a limited time. Only users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code MHS for your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We've been talking about the trenches today on the podcast that uh, I want to get into because you know, this is a very well improved side of the football on both from a, a department that looked like a complete weakness back last year on the offensive line. Look, it's still some, uh, you know, as opposed to it being completely a, uh, you know, F minus when, when it comes to evaluating position, maybe we've bumped that grade up to a C, C plus. It's gotten drastically better with the drafting of Lloyd Cushenberry third on the offensive line, and then, of course, the signing of Graham Glasgow away from the Detroit Lions. And in, more importantly, too, to pair that with Dalton Reisner, you know, those two individuals along with Reisner really makes up a strong, a very strong interior, and it's crazy that we're using that word. That is a position of strength now because for the longest time, and gosh, I don't even remember the last time that the Denver Broncos had a position of strength when it comes to the, well, if we'd be able to say that, when it comes to the offensive line. Now, many would say that the tackle position still nullifies uh, the strengths that they have in the middle. And you know what? I'm not going to disagree with them because they still have issues at the left tackle, at the right tackle position. And certainly these are going to be problems that moving forward, Denver will still have to address. But at least you saw them do something to try to put some cement on the foundation that is the offense, which is the offensive line. I mean, those big uglies in the middle, man, 
they help you out so much when they can give you time, and particularly for Drew Locke, you know, a young rookie quarterback. I'm looking to give Drew Locke as much time as he needs back there. So if he needs uh, you know, time to make a sandwich and throw the football, we're going to give him time to make a sandwich and throw that football. And so uh, the fact that they upgraded the interior, and I think so nicely because they didn't – you know, they didn't, they didn't drop big money on Graham Glasgow. They didn't reach for Lloyd Cushenberry in the first round. These guys kind of fell into their lap. And you know what? To be truly honest, of all the positions on the offensive line, for a young quarterback like Drew Locke, if you were to pick and choose where you want to upgrade, I don't mind upgrading the interior versus the exterior because this interior, look, we've seen it before. What bothers the quarterbacks the most? It's pressure up the middle. It's always been pressure up the middle. Uh, the best quarterbacks can run out of that and still be able to make plays. The Patrick Mahomes, the Lamar Jacksons, the Russell Wilsons, Aaron Rodgers. But some of the best quarterbacks coming into the league uh, throughout the 2000s and into the 2010s Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, you all saw those pocket passers. They start to break down when you have interior pressure, and then it forces mistakes. It puts you in bad situations, and that's just not where I want the young quarterback to be. That's not where I want him to be in a developmental year because that's what this is. It's a developmental year with a high ceiling. And so I think if you're the Denver Broncos, you like the idea that you had the opportunity to upgrade the offensive line just kind of because how everything played out, just how it all laid out and how it kind of fell into your lap. Love what they did with the drafting of Lloyd Cushenberry. It kind of it sealed the draft for me as far as what I would immediately grade as a success. Now, obviously, we won't be able to see these guys on the field for a while, and uh, we won't make final evaluations on them for another couple years. But regardless, this was a big need for them, obviously, with Connor McGovern moving on, and you filled it, and then you got better at the guard position because, quite frankly, for as much heat as uh, Garrett Bowles took last year at the left tackle position, Ron Leary was just as bad. And and Ron was a, a solid addition at the time, but I think Father Time starting to catch up and uh, dealing with some injuries. It just it was a bad year overall for Ron Larry, and unfortunately uh, it leads to the separation with the team. But now if you're Denver, you move forward and you say, wow, we got a strengthened offensive line. We can, co- we can completely hit reset on the tackle position next year uh, because we focused on everything except for that position this year. We got Drew Locke a bunch of new weapons, and so you say the offensive line, drastically better. Uh, certainly will by default get better, I would imagine, with the idea that Drew Locke, look, the football actually comes out of his hand. I'm sorry to throw Joe Flacco under the bus, but I'm going to throw Joe Flacco under the bus. You... The moment they traded for Joe Flacco, I told you that this was not going to work. This guy is a statue in the back. It's not going to be an offense that you're going to want to watch, and it's not going to be an offense that puts up points. That's exactly what we saw. We saw Drew Locke inserted, totally different looking situation. So certainly uh, that is something that I think we're – we're all going to be monitoring very, very closely because, look, the offensive line play is going to be critical for their success. And without good offensive line play, then, boy, all of a sudden you start to say, okay, well, this could be a football team that you know breaks down from the inside on the interior offensive line. You hope that's obviously not the case this year. Now, switch gears to the defensive line to take a peek at what they're going to look like because this defensive line lost, well, at least going into the offseason, 
boy, did we think that this defensive line was just going to get devastated, right? I mean, it was Shelby Harris who was going to walk away. Derek Wolf was going to walk away. You were going to be stuck with the rookie. Don't know if you have the opportunity to draft a defensive lineman early in the draft because of how things have you know, just kind of panned out with what you need at wide receiver. And all of a sudden you say, okay, well, we trade for Jarrell Casey and a seventh-round pick. This means nothing, okay? Uh, trading a late-round pick for a Pro Bowl-caliber player, you chuck that up as a win all day. They eat the money. They have the opportunity to do that, and they benefit. Huge addition, okay? You re-sign Shelby Harris for pennies, which is just absurd. Uh, the idea that you can bring back Shelby Harris when you really logically thought that he was walking. In fact, of the players that were to walk away on the defensive line, I actually thought Shelby Harris was the highest chance uh, with with potentially Derek Wolf coming back. Wolf gets a deal in Baltimore, and of course Shelby Harris stays here in Denver. That is a terrific, terrific addition for this football team's defensive line. And then look, you still have some opportunities for guys to flourish who were still young at your kind of development. Obviously, Draymond Jones is the first one that comes to mind, the 6'3", 280 guy who's going to be on that line looking to make an impact. But look, I say this every year, and maybe it's time for me to to retire this take. I still think DeMarcus Walker's a player, man. I still think this cat can be effective. He was great when he was given chances. The coaching staff messed him up, trying to move him to linebacker, make him shed all this weight, and then they said, oh, well, we made a mistake there. We're going to put you back at uh, foot, hand in the ground, and made him gain all that weight back, and never really kind of used him. I was just like, what are you doing, Vance? This is terrible. Vic Fangio era now has yet to break in. We'll see if he makes the roster. I, I really do believe Demarcus Walker is actually more outside looking in, even though I think he's going to be an absolute player, and I think he still has potential. I'm not letting go of this one until proven uh, truly otherwise. So uh, we'll see. You know, that's another young guy along with the uh, draft pick, McTelvin Aguim. This is going to be a, a kid who will come in as a very large man, 6'3", 309. I mean, that, <laughs> that's a big dude, okay? And if he's plugging up the middle and be kind of comes your next, Jarrell Casey post Casey career now all of a sudden you're kind of set up for the future but certainly can be rotated in as we go and don't forget about Mike Purcell you know Mike Purcell played well last year and uh, this is somebody who immediately when they injected him into the run in the run defense boy it changed things a lot Uh, it really did but uh, certainly for uh, this football team they have got some talent at all levels, from veteran talent to uh, guys who we expect back who are going to play perfectly fine, from the guys like Shelby Harris and Darrell Casey to the young kids, you know, Aguim and Walker. And uh, particularly, I think Draymond Jones is maybe the guy to potentially break out for this team. In fact, if you ask me for a early potential breakout player of the year for the Denver Broncos, Draymond Jones may be on my radar. So we will certainly see how that pans out for Denver moving forward as obviously, look, this is a defensive line that they're going to need some push. They are going to need some push on this uh, defensive line because if they can Boy, it really sets you up to do some great things on defense from, you know, uh, sending an extra man to truly get to the quarterback, maybe force some turnovers, maybe get an opportunity to, to take that football away a little bit more often this year. That was something they just did not they just did not enough. Uh, they did not do enough of last year. And if you're looking at uh, a football team to take advantage of some of those mistakes, 
made by those offenses, and you put some pressure up the middle, along with, of course, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Look, those two alone are, are going to garner so much attention. Going to give a lot of one-on-one matchups for Jarrell Casey and for Shelby Harris. And boy, you start to look at those and you say, okay, well, this is where you got to take advantage. You know, you got to take advantage of those one-on-one matchups, and you got to say, okay, we got to win these. We we got to have those opportunities that Von gives you. You know, Von Von always uh, Von Miller is always kind of the one that that has to deal with the extra block or the extra attention because he's the proven commodity, right? And so that's got to give those one-on-one situations uh, a chance to win, and now it's up to those guys to win those matchups. So for the Denver Broncos, you know, you look at the two and you say there's a lot of good that happened on both sides. And dare I say, dare I say that the more improved and I think maybe the better unit in 2020 is the offensive line. I'm really impressed with what the Denver Broncos did this year with this offensive line. I think this is a football team that got drastically better in this position, and I think you're going to see it. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm going to put a little asterisk next to this one, a little disclaimer. Uh, Drew Locke going out there and throwing the football and the offensive line looking immediately better has a lot to do with Drew Locke's skill set and not the offensive line. But regardless, you did not hear the name 72 or Garrett Bowles called a lot more when Drew Locke entered the football field. And so, uh, look, that's quarterback's job, right, is to make his teammates better, is to help them out, get the football out of the hands and, you know, start to, to get some opportunities where the offensive line is not working so hard every single snap and you're not wearing them down all game long because, man, these pass rushers in the NFL, they are so good. I mean, they are just so good, and they will work on those offensive linemen. And now all of a sudden it's the fourth quarter, you got a guy who's fatigued, and then that defensive lineman goes right back to that one move that they know they can use in their back pocket, and they get to the quarterback, maybe strip the football, and now all hell breaks loose, and uh, all the fans are obviously booing the offensive line. So uh, a, a football player who can get the ball out of his hands quick at the quarterback position can help the offense big time, and particularly those offensive linemen. So we will see how that impact goes for this uh, Denver team because, you know, look, if this is a football team that gets drastically better on offense, on the offensive line, they get good play out of the quarterback position, you know they're going to get production out of the wide receiver position, and quite frankly, they got some really strong running backs in that backfield. Now all of a sudden you're looking at an offense that's like kind of sexy to watch, kind of kind of entertaining. You're like, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, Drew Locks throwing the football, Noah Fans. Dare I say they're playable at Madden? Oh my goodness! Like seriously, this is a Broncos offense that you start to look around and you say, oh, "I could dig it." I could dig what's going on here. We'll see how it goes, certainly, for this Broncos football team because, look, uh, they have uh, a lot to prove. Make no mistake, all right? Uh, it is fun to talk about what is rosy and what is uh, what could be, but what could be needs to be executed on the football field, so certainly the Denver Broncos have a lot to prove in that case. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And, of course, use that promo code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code MHS when you sign up for a bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times 
playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, all done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you uh, liked it. And if you did, hey, be sure to smash that like button, your favorite, or the five stars, or whatever you got going on on the many locations that you can find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and MileHighSports.com. We appreciate that, and hopefully you subscribe and continue to listen in on the podcast. Of course, uh, we're back uh, multiple times per week with a podcast and always trying to cover the Broncos and uh, the interesting things going on. Uh, We'll stay up to date with what happens with training camp. Look, training camp on the way. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get the media here locally in Denver. We'll get the opportunity to actually cover the team at at Dove Valley, although we will see. Certainly, this COVID-19 pandemic has uh, made an effect on uh, everybody. You know, it's it's really, uh, you know, changed how we look at life daily. And uh, hopefully you are staying safe out there. But maybe more importantly, of course, uh, you know, uh, being with your family and enjoying the time. And hopefully this podcast can be a little bit of a escape from all the nonsense that's happening out there, right? All right. So you can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, Loader K Radio on Twitter for future podcasts. And, of course, find more info on the Broncos Blitz podcast and all the writing that we have at MileHighSports.com on the Broncos. That's MileHighSports.com. MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.